0: Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is what puts you into a flow state. Is it music, sport, meditation, or dot, 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 question mark by Craig Cherlett. Thank you, Craig, for this fabulous flowing question, and this is a special episode. This is broadcast on Find Your Flow TV, so if you have Roku TV or you have a smart TV, you should be able to find Find Your Flow TV for free, and you can download that app, download that channel, and watch this presentation, and you can also find it at findyourflowpodcast.com as a podcast episode. And you will be able to find it in Amazon and on the Find Your Flow website, findyourflow.com, as a book. So if you prefer to read or if you like to do all of the above, feel free to check it out all of those ways. So we're going to start this off because this question is about getting into flow states. And this show, this program, this whole everything is all about getting into flow states, experiencing flow for yourself. It's easy to do. Everyone can do it. You can do it. You don't need anything special. But there are some things you can do to make it easier for you to start to experience flow states. And so I want to share some of those with you today. And to start off, you may notice that I'm wearing something special. This isn't my everyday outfit. And so this, just by putting this on, allows me to shift my mindset. allows me to shift my mental state, my physical state. I'm sitting Up very straight I'm sitting in a slightly different manner because I have my camera on and so I'm doing these little ritualistic things that start to put me into a flow state it tells me okay now's the time to get into a flow state start to experience flow and you can do this for yourself you can set up your own rituals that will allow you to more easily begin to experience flow states and so I'm gonna start today with a couple of my favorite rituals. The first one is I'm using some essential oils. Now this happens to be Finder Flow brand essential oils, which you can buy through findyourflow.com if you are into essential oils and scents. This one is titled Protection. And I'm gonna just open up this bottle here. Give it a little smell, a little whiff. And, that helps me get into flow almost magically and what i'm actually going to do is i'm going to take this dropper and i'm going to add a few drops oops that was a lot of drops but i'm going to add a few drops that may have just gotten right on the wick to my candle and i'm going to take my candle this is just a standard candle and i'm going to use a special lighter now this particular lighter is one of my favorites this is a zippo and this one is designed by sean dietrich one of my favorite artists and so i look at it i love the artwork i love the way it feels in my hand it's not just a traditional bic lighter which those are great too but this is a special lighter and whenever i use my special lighters It allows me to experience mental flow. It allows me to get into a certain mindset. I'm intentional with it. I'm drawing my awareness, my attention to it. And I love the way it opens. I love the way that it ignites. And so I'm going to light this candle. I'm going to try to not get essential oil. Probably should have done the essential oil after I lit this candle. Let's see if I can do this. Looks like I did get oil right on the candle. So we may have to uh, just do this in pretend today. Actually, I'm going to. I do you want this to go? So I'm going to use this essential oil. I'm going to put a little bit actually just under my neck. And you may want to uh, and a little bit on the insides of my wrists. So that way I've really got this scent here. And of course, always test it first just to make sure you're not allergic or anything like that before you try anything with essential oils. And I'm just going to try one more time to light this because I would love to have this going for our experience today. So i get to use my favorite one of my favorite lighters and let's see if we can get this lit there we go all right so now we've got some fire and having a candle lit is a great way to set a tone set a vibration set an intention when i lit this i'm making an intention now to be flowing and that i may Put out good flowing vibrations that I may speak with good mind flow and bring this positive vibe to you so that you may experience more flow in your life. So that is my intention for today and to answer this question from our friend Craig as best that I can, as flowingly as I can so that you and everyone else watching this and everyone that you come in contact with, even people who aren't watching this themselves, just by you watching or listening to this, reading this you are naturally becoming more flowing. And as you go out into the world, you will be resonating at a more flowing vibration. You will be experiencing more magic in your life almost, almost naturally, immediately. And so you're doing a good thing just by being here and experiencing this for yourself. So thank you. All right. So the next thing to bring up and share with you is that this is also something I'm doing through the Find Your Flow Church. You can go to findyourflowchurch.com to learn more. This is the spirit flow aspect of it. That's why I'm wearing this thing. There's a name for it. I don't remember what it's called, but it's a fancy looking thing. And it helps me feel more spiritual, helps me feel more in tune. And so that I may remove my ego self as much as possible and try to bring through the clearest, most highest vibration information that I can tune into. And so that is my intention today. And so here's the question again, what puts you into a flow state? Is it music, sport, meditation, or question mark? And that is by Craig Cherlett. So thank you again, Craig. And that's through Quora.com. So if you're on Quora and you'd like to ask questions or you'd like for me to answer a question for you, I would love to do that. So please go ahead and follow me there. And that way you can get your question answered. So for me, I like to break it up into five different flows. And I actually sometimes have a bonus flow, but that is mind flow, body flow, spirit flow, social flow, and cash flow. And then the last one is workflow, which is kind of a combination of body flow, mind flow, cash flow, could be a combination of different things. All of these can be combinations. They're not exclusive. And you'll see that as we go through some of these different kinds of flows that I experience and use to get into flow states. So hashtag find your flow is a great way to find topics that relate to this, getting into flow states. And so I wanted to start off today with some coffee. I do enjoy Find Your Flow brand coffee. Not going to lie. I'm going to plug plug the heck out of this, right? Cash flow, mind flow, body flow, spirit flow, and lifestyle. That's really what this movement is about for me, is creating a lifestyle that allows me to get into flow throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year, live my life, in flow states. And so how do I do that? Well, I started studying. I love reading and I love just sitting quietly. The kids are quiet. My wife is out of the house. I have a few moments of peace and quiet to read and enjoy some, some hot beverage. And that's very flowing for me. I also enjoy podcasting. I enjoy recording content such as I'm doing right now. This allows me to be very intentional with my time. I sat down, I created these slides. I set the tone for myself. I put on my special clothes. I'm enjoying as I breathe in this special scent. This allows me to be very intentional and different than my everyday activities, right? I'm not just out and about, unconscious, doing whatever, I'm very intentionally sitting here, I'm talking to you about a very specific topic, and that allows me to experience flow states. I enjoy playing chess, and with chess, there, as with all of the things that I do when I get into flow states, there are different levels of flow states, and there's one that is very commonly talked about, that is getting in the zone experiencing flow states, the peak performance aspect of it. And that's great, and I love it, and I really want to help you experience that for yourself because I feel that once you've experienced that and you know how to do it and you can do it more and more consistently, then it's addicting. It can be very enjoyable. You might experience a loss of time. Time flies by. I play chess that is one-minute games, and so that's one minute for me to play, one minute for my Um, opponent to play. So it's actually two minutes total for per game. So it goes very fast. It's called bullet or blitz chess. And I get into flow states while I'm playing, if I'm playing well. (laughs) Even if I'm not playing well, it's just the amount of focus it takes for a very specific amount of time. And so I really look at things that have a beginning and an end time when I'm trying to get into flow states that can really help. So for instance, I already know how long approximately I'm going to be talking today. I have other things I'm doing today. And if I did not have an end time in mind already when I started this recording, then I might just go on forever. I may meander. I may get off topic. I may lose focus. I may get out of the flow. And so I do have this time goal in mind, and that allows me to interact with this reality, with this 3D time space, with this timeline, with a certain amount of elasticity. And that's part of the flow experience for me is losing track of time, getting out of time. But the only way I can really do that or one of the ways that I can do that more easily is by knowing that I'm taking care of my obligations outside of the flow state. If I I have two kids and they were right before this recording, there was some kind of incident and there was crying and there was screaming and there was a lot of emotions and loud noises. And that was something that, is could happen again at any given moment and so i can't just go into this recording into this process for an unlimited amount of time and that's a good thing because it allows me to relax into this and fully enjoy the experience i know that i've got things going on that i will get back to and that's something when you're trying to set yourself up for flow state is giving yourself deadlines. Deadlines are extremely important with this, especially when you're starting out. Giving yourself an allotted amount of time scheduling things out, time blocking, is extremely helpful for getting into flow states. And with this chess example, There are longer games I could play. I could play three minute. I could play five minute games. However, for me personally, that's a lot of time at once to invest into something into that deep of a focus into that deep of a flow state. So it would be hard for me to not get distracted. I would constantly have to look up and make sure, okay, the kids aren't fighting. Everything's okay. Oh, the dog needs to be fed. Oh, I need to go get back to that client. So Knowing that there's a short amount of time for me with some of these activities, specifically chess, for example, allows me to experience flow more easily because in two minutes I'll be done with the game and everybody knows that if I'm in the middle of a game not to bother me. That's something we've established in my house. And I don't just get into a game when I have other obligations, other priorities in the physical 3D time space that I need to be aware of. So I can be very intentional for that very short period of time. It allows me to focus completely 100% into the activity. Now, let's talk about some body flow. Some body flow for me, sports is a great, great question. I've played many different kinds of sports over my lifetime. I used to play a lot of baseball. I used to play soccer and basketball, and I've achieved flow states in all those sports. My most favorite sport in recent years has been Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is like grappling. I love grappling. I love the physicality of it, how it's a total body experience for me. It takes at higher levels um, a lot of conceptual understanding of technique and how to string different techniques together, different tactics, different moves. And I really enjoy that cerebral aspect of it, as well as the physical aspect of it, I Enjoy the social aspect of it. In this photo here, you see me with some of my good friends, and we used to train together on Sunday mornings. We called it ourselves the Holy Rollers because for us, it was very spiritual and fun and social and community-based, and we really got the chance to do it. It was a ritual for us. Sunday morning at 10 a.m., we got together, we trained, and then we would go about our days. So it was a very enjoyable flow state for me. I knew that, and we would do it in six minute rounds. So within this one hour time block, there were smaller time blocks. And this is another really helpful thing. For getting into flow states because a whole hour of a flow state it can happen and as you get better and depending on what activity you're doing you may be able to experience flow for a whole hour but you may go in and out of flow states within an hour and so for this particular example having those six minute rounds where we were extremely focused was very flow inducing And we had different partners. We would rotate partners. So it would be six minutes. We'd set the timer. You'll notice there's a timer in the background of this picture. And you'd hear the the beep, and we would start. And everybody would basically get into flow states, flow rolling, sparring. We call it rolling in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And it is very fun. It's extremely exhilarating, and it's very addicting. And then the buzzer would beep again, and we would stop. And the focus would then dissipate, right? We, Oh, my gosh. Okay, that was so fun. Good round. We slap five and and fist bump, and that means it's the end. So there's these little rituals within this one-hour experience that allow us to get in and out of flow states very easily. We know to begin the round, there's the beep and then we slap hands and fist bump, and now we're starting the round, and then we go, and there's certain rules within this. We're not just going crazy and trying to hurt each other or uh, be out of control. There are a set of rules, so we know that we're on the same page when we train. That allows us to flow within our with our partner and within our little community because we're all on the same page already. We don't have to waste time going through the rules, consciously talking about it. We're already at a certain level of understanding with one another. And that is a great social flow. Having everybody be within the same page, whether it's jujitsu or soccer or football or baseball or whatever, knowing the rules. We don't have to chess. Uh, If I want to get into more of a, at a certain level within the chess, I can only move so far. I'm going to rank at a certain rank and until I consciously take myself out of those one-minute games, those little mini flow states, I have to then consciously learn new skills within this game. And the same thing with jiu-jitsu. You can see there at that time, when I was a purple belt. I'm a third-degree purple belt as of this recording because I've learned new skills within the game. But in order to get into those higher levels, in order to continue advancing and getting into deeper and deeper flows, I need to pull myself out of that just doing of the thing and consciously learn some new skills. And so for jujitsu to get into those new skills, I have to get it into my muscle memory. I have to learn a new skill, consciously think about it. And just because I saw it on YouTube or professor, the teacher or coach showed it to me, doesn't mean I'm going to learn it the first time. Hopefully I do, but that doesn't always work that way. I have to practice it. I have to drill it. And I have to do it over and over to get it automatic so that when I'm in an actual sparring match, I don't have to think about it. If I have to think about it, then chances are I'm already too late. My opponent has already used their moves against me. I missed the opportunity to use the moves that I wanted to use because I had to consciously think about it. So in order for me to advance in chess or in jiu I have to get that past the conscious thinking of it into the automatic aspect of it to where I can be in the flow with that new level skill. And that takes time and that takes dedication and not everybody is willing to invest that. And that's why some people quit. So being able to stick with it long-term being committed to it and then doing the work and then I can actually get into flow states just on that new skill. I can drill that skill and get into a nice pattern, into a habit where I'm doing that same smaller movement until it becomes automatic. You'll see on the video, my hands, I'm doing some kind of baseball bat choke. This is a skill where I'm grabbing, it's a technique, and I practiced it hundreds if not thousands of times so that I can do it very quickly even without thinking. So getting to the point where you can do something even without thinking, I can make this this hand motion, I can drill this even while I'm talking to you, thinking about something else, because it's in my muscle memory. I have different levels of consciousness that are happening at the same time, and that's part of the flow state. So let's look at another example. Here is a picture of Elena, my beautiful wife and I, and even our son Bradley, but you can't see his face. And... We are out hiking, we're in nature, and we're just walking through a trail. It wasn't a complicated trail. We weren't getting out of breath, uh, but we were just enjoying the environment and we were walking along a trail that was already cut out. I'm not out there bushwhacking and trying to think about which way should we go. It was very simple and flowing to just follow the trail. And that's something that we enjoy doing from time to time. Here is a photo of me on the microphone as a dj and again this is an opportunity where i'm social flowing i'm with people i'm in a room i'm leading a room through some kind of experience as a dj as a master of ceremonies mc and i don't always know what i'm going to say i'm reading the room i'm interacting with different guests at the at the party and i'm allowing a certain personality of myself to play through and That's sometimes very conscious. I have to read a script or I have to say certain things to move the event forward. Other times I'm just vibing with the room and letting the fun flow through me and I'm just saying whatever comes to me. In an aspect like this, I have a certain personality A version of myself that comes out in these events. I'm in a certain mindset because my traditional self, my more common version of myself is generally more quiet and reserved. So when I'm needing to be kind of the star of the show in a sense, and I'm in a room full of people, and I'm trying to get everybody excited or pumped up for whatever event we're doing, I have to be a bigger, louder, more public version of myself. So this is a persona that I have developed over the years as a professional to be able to get into that mindset immediately and start to flow right away. So this is part of being a professional, right, is practicing, drilling, getting good and comfortable and getting it to be automatic where I can do it even without thinking. And that might be on the jujitsu mats. That might be in a chess game that might be podcasting. It might be DJing and hosting an event. Here's an old photo of me back in the day as a young man, DJing on the turntables. And I used to love DJing with turntables. That's what we had back then. So I had vinyl records, real vinyl records and Getting the records, the songs, two different songs to sync up, make sure that they're at the same exact tempo, was very mind-flowing, very body-flowing. And then playing with it to mix the two songs together in a new and exciting way each time was part of the skill. And getting into flow states while doing that was a great pleasure and having people listen and enjoy and vibe with me during that was something that I really enjoyed. So this is another photo I found of me playing with my friends. We're at some kind of amusement park or a video game place, and we're all riding these motorcycles, virtual motorcycles, and just three of us guys and uh, one of our friends in the background, actually a few of our friends in the background. And it was just fun. Getting, playing video games is another great way to get into flow states. And I know there's a lot of gamers out there that are so addicted to playing games because they get into flow states. At a, you don't have to think about which button should I push. It comes automatically. It's just an extension of this self. And you're watching a screen, you're interacting. It be, you can One can easily lose themselves in the game and forget like, oh gosh, I'm sitting here. Oh, I need to go cook dinner for the kids or oh, I need to do my homework. And all that can just disappear for the while that we're focused in this game right in a game like this it's a race so we know that we're going to go around the track a certain number of times there's an end time limit so again we're not just letting it go on infinitely there is a timeline associated with this and that's again something that can really help get into flow states and something like this we're interacting we're being social we're being fun we're all on the same page we're all playing with the same rules so we don't have to talk about it we know the idea is to win the race and we can just play and get totally lost in the experience This is a neat photo I found of myself there on the right with a saxophone and then somebody helping me get the microphone set up. This was at a show I did many years ago, and I used to love playing saxophone and getting into flow states with saxophone. I haven't played as much in recent years, but I still am able to pick it up and get back into a flow state pretty quickly and easily. And that's one of the magical things with muscle memory is that it's like they say riding a bike. Once you learn to ride a bike, you never forget It's the muscle memory. It's the experience, getting over the hump, getting it into that experience where you can do it easily, so easily that you don't even have to think about it. And when you can do that with different things, you can get into flow states doing those things. Here is a picture of some music. So reading music is another aspect of mind flow that I've greatly enjoyed over the years. I used to take a new piece of music I'd never seen before and do what we call sight reading. And so one of the magical things about sight reading is taking that piece of music, you know, and sometimes I'd even be on stage. This would be a live show sometimes as part of a band or working with some other individuals on stage. And the thing with sight reading, when you're practicing it correctly, is that the time keeps going. We're talking about a different aspect of time now. Now, there is an end point with this song, right? Once I get to the end, there's a double bar line that tells me, okay, we're at the end of the song. And there's also the speed at which we're playing the song. Okay, We call that tempo, or the rate of speed, the frequency of the beats going. And the beats march on. The music doesn't stop one of the common mistakes many new instrumentalists and singers make when they're learning to read music is that they stop. They start playing, they start singing, they start reading, and then they get to a part, they mess up, they stop and they go back. Well, that is killing flow, right? It's They didn't flow through it. They stopped and they restarted. And that's a horrible habit. Now, sometimes we do have to go back. We have to wor- woodshed that one piece is what we call it, where we're drilling essentially one small piece to get it right. But there's also, and there is a time and place for that. There's also a time and place for practicing f- simply flowing through it from start to finish. And Whether we mess up or not, we keep going because if we stop and we're playing in front of a group of people, everybody's going to know that we messed up. Whereas if we just simply keep going and we get back on track, most people will never even notice. And That's something that as a professional, you get better and better at because you get more confident with your ability to simply catch back up and get back on track and to keep it going and to play it off. And again, of course, there's going to be some people that notice it. Their ears are sharp. They know the song well. They know that you messed up. But by and large, you're not going to be drawing attention to it. And you allow the listener to experience more flow because you're just going along with it. Their mind fills in the gaps sometimes. Their mind knows how it should sound and they hear it correctly, even though you maybe miss a couple notes. So reading music can be a huge flow state. And along those lines, this next photo is a picture of my band room. When I first started teaching music full-time as a music teacher and I got to put together my own music space, I got to create my own music curriculum that was approved by the state of California. I was very proud of myself. That was a big accomplishment for me. And I got to have kids, students come into my room and learn music. I got to teach them how to get into flow states practicing music. And so I got to pay it forward, which was super rewarding. And having those interactions of working with kids, teaching them how to drill, how to woodshed, a piece of music. We call it woodshedding. That means going out into the woodshed and just drilling, just practicing, just the same thing over and over until it's repetition and repetitive and easy. And they could do it even without thinking. And that's a great experience that they get to enjoy and that I got to enjoy helping them experience. This photo is of me with my friend Omari Brossard. Now, as I was going through photos preparing for this today, I ran across this photo, and he's a businessman, a super smart marketer. He's also a retired Navy chief. And I met him through a marketing seminar. We became good friends. And when we got together for this particular photo, we were talking about marketing. And because we both have a certain level of expertise with marketing, it wasn't me teaching him marketing. It wasn't him teaching me marketing. It was us vibing at a high level with our joint marketing experience. And so it's very enjoyable whenever I get to spend time with someone like Omari because we're able to easily get into social flow. We both are on the same level with a lot of things. We connect instantly. We have a certain, we're both on the same page. As far as a lot of marketing things, we get to share high level tips and tricks and strategies and books that we're reading. We're often reading similar books or we've read the same books. And so this allows us to experience instant social flow and talk business. And so we get some cash flow going and strategy and all sorts of fun stuff. This next photo is of a beautiful lake. And this is nature. I enjoy being near fresh water specifically. For me, that is very flow inducing. Just looking at an image of water, you may be able to see on my other screen here, I've got a picture of a beautiful, clear lake over on that screen as well. And this is a place that happens to be near our new home where we live now. Elaine and I discovered this beautiful harbor. And you can see there's sparkles on the lake. And I was just mesmerized by looking at this beautiful scenery. I instantly am able to go into mind flow, just picturing it in my mind's eye, looking at this photo here, putting it as wallpaper on my computer. I put it as a background on my Facebook social media so that when people see me, they feel more flowing, right? I want to associate myself with flowing states and allow myself and my essence essentially to be flowing. Right, So this is a beautiful photo I took myself of, not that the photo itself is fantastic, but I'm pretty proud of it. And it's this beautiful scenery that allows me to instantly return to that flowing state and that mindset. This one photo here is of a book that I published. One of the early first books I published because I get into flow states while writing. I get into flow states while creating this content. I get into flow states while publishing books. I've got a workflow. Now it was not flowing at first. The first time I did it, the first few times, it took a lot of manual mental energy, a lot of work and focus, but even those can be flow states. If I'm focused, I block out an hour. I'm going to work on the book. Lock out two hours. I'm going to work on the, the cover and the, the editing and figuring out this. And uh, there was a lot of learning curve that was not always flowing. There was, But if I look back over the whole thing as a wider timeline, then I can experience flow in the remembering of it. I can look at this photo and feel the good feelings of having accomplished something that took me years to get put together. So having pictures of my accomplishments is something that I've learned to help me get into flow states, especially when I'm feeling down or depressed or sad, I can look at pictures of things that I've done, experiences I've had, things I've created, and that helps me experience more flow instantly. It allows me to remember the work I put into it, the experience I went through, the blood, sweat, and tears I poured into it, and at the end of it, I was successful, and that Pumps me full of good feelings. You know, I get serotonin, maybe boosts in my mind. And you can do this too. Find things that are beneficial for you to look at. Happy photos, your happy place. Have actual photos on your wallpaper, on your phone that you can pull up. You can make a video for yourself to watch, to pump yourself up, to keep yourself in good spirits when you need that. And that can be an extremely beneficial way to get into flow states very quickly. All right, we're getting near the end here. And this is a fun one. So once upon a time ago, I discovered this idea of coincidence. And coincidence for me is next level flow. It's this flowing at a bigger level. It's flowing in a way that is me interacting, in a sense, with the universe or God and the people around me and noticing things that if i hadn't noticed them would they even have happened would they even exist right it's the it's the whole if a tree falls in a forest does it make a sound well it happens but if no one's around to notice it or to have their senses experience it did it happen in that way so part of it is this idea of just being conscious right it is the mindfulness it is the mind flow and I happened to be podcasting at the time that I took this photo. I was driving. You'll see that my windshield was rainy. I love the rain. So I was feeling very good and vibey and flowing. And I happened to look out in front of me. And coincidentally, there's this <laughs> trash truck, this dump truck right in front of me. And there's a rainbow going the end of the rainbow happened to be perfectly from my perspective at that exact time while I was podcasting and talking about coincidences and flow the end of the rainbow went directly into the dump truck the trash truck in front of me so that's hilarious I found that extremely hilarious and funny and like a joke that God and me were in on right because I don't know how uh, who else caught that if anyone I experienced it though. I happened to be there. I was there when the tree fell, so to speak, right? I heard it. I acknowledged it between me and my creator, my higher power, right? And that's what a big part of this is for me is tuning in. If I look at my clock and it happens to say 111 or 123 or 1212, I can Look at that and say, oh, my gosh, thank you, God. Thank you, universe, for this flowing experience, this coincidence. My higher self is aligned with this and, and could I write that off and just say, oh, yeah, that happens you know, so many times per day anyway? Of course I could. But then I'm taking away the power and the acknowledgement of self, of my own ability to recognize that that happened, for my own ability to be conscious of the fact that it is repeating numbers or serial numbers. And so I decide instead to empower myself. And I would encourage you to empower yourself by giving yourself that that moment of pat on the back. Pat yourself on the back when you see those repeating numbers. When you see those numbers that one, two, three, two, three, four, right? You are significant, and if you give yourself that moment of significance and awareness, it will start to happen more. And that's one of the super magical things about flow and coincidence and serendipity: is the more attention you give it, the more it happens. And you can even play it and make it up as you go at the beginning. Oh, there's a magical uh, lake on this computer screen. Oh, coincidentally, I've got another lake on that computer screen. Oh, coincidentally, I was just talking about lakes earlier. And I'm kind of making it up at the beginning. And the more I do that, though, the more naturally it starts to happen in the real world around me, in the physical 3D world. So first, I'm creating that experience in my mind consciously, right? It's like an exercise. We need to get that muscle memory going. We need to prime the pump, so to speak. And then it becomes automatic. It becomes easy. I can do it even without thinking. I can become aware. Oh, my gosh, the time is 333. 3, 3. How magical. How how flowing is that? What a coincidence. And, oh, I run into somebody and they... Believe in the power of coincidental numbers too. What a coincidence. Social flow. We're on the same page. We get to play at a higher level. I don't have to break down the basics for them because we're already vibing. We're already flowing. <sighs> it's good stuff, right? <sighs> yes, I get choked up because it's exciting because I'm now experiencing more of that high-level flow just by talking about it, just by remembering my own experiences of it. And I can feel the vibrations. It gets, I get choked up right and and you could hear it in my voice when i was experiencing that because so i have to let that element of it flow through me my physical body is used to hanging on to that keeping that below the surface keeping it hidden because it sounds kind of crazy it sounds kind of woo woo and i've been doing this and experiencing this for over 20 years now and believe you me i've had plenty of experiences trying to share these thoughts with people where people have told me I'm crazy where people said oh that's you know keep that quiet don't tell people about that where I've maybe lost friends or turned people off because I've shared these kind of thoughts and these kind of experiences so my natural body language is shush Winston keep that hidden don't tell don't talk about your crazy stuff <laughs> let's play a normal right and so as I bring this up even for me you can see this is therapeutic for me to be able to bring this level of flow to you to share it at a wide level and to get it out there to the world. And I can now easily allow that flowing to come through and these messages to come through in a flowing way. All right. I've got one more for you. So I wanted to end on a fun one. This is another example for me of resourcefulness. This is a picture of two pizzas, square pizzas, interestingly. And they're on some coil, some copper-coiled tubing. And this was at an open house I did for a client and how I met this client and the magic that has happened as a result of working with this client, I'm not going to get into in this presentation. What I want to share is that I showed up as the realtor for this open house. I bought these pizzas. I've got brokers coming to and agents coming to see this home that I have for sale and my client was showing up to and I want to make a good impression and I get there and because this is a brand new home that has just been renovated there are no oven racks in the oven no oven racks in the oven there's an oven with no oven racks so what am I to do put the pizzas on the bottom and potentially get burned and catch on fire and burn down the house of this you know beautiful new home no so I believe in my intuition. I believe in my ability to flow with the universe, to flow with earth, to flow with the people around me. I have practiced this for many, many years. And because I have that muscle memory, because I have that confidence in myself and in God and in the, the grand flow, as I sometimes jokingly call it. I know that things will always work out for me. That's something I have affirmed and I truly believe. I didn't always believe that and things did not always work out for me. When I was younger, things most certainly did not work out for me because I believed that they wouldn't. I had a negative mindset and then things would happen that would reinforce that negative mindset. Oh, this isn't going to work out. This is going to fall apart. And then it did. Oh, see, I, I told you I knew it was going to fall apart. Well, eventually I learned, well, gosh, what if I just pretended that things were going to work out for me? Would things then work out for me? And it turns out they did. And then I realized, oh my gosh, whether I believe something bad is going to happen or whether I believe something good is going to happen, I'm going to be right. And it didn't always happen the way I thought. But I could change my perspective of something I could change the way I looked at something. And then again, it would reinforce those positive things that I wanted. So this was something that took me years to figure out. It did not happen overnight. I did develop those muscles, that muscle memory and practice consciously. I'd use my conscious mind over and over until become automatic. And I could do it even without thinking. And so that's how I became more and more flowing with everything that I've done. And the emotions are starting to come up again because I I experienced all those years of having done it the the other way, right? All the painful ways, all the things I put myself through and and was experienced that ultimately led me to where I am now, to where I have that experience too. And so in the grand scheme of things, being able to look back over my whole timeline in this life, in this 3D reality of this personal lifetime – I can look and say, well, gosh, if I hadn't done it that way, if I hadn't had all those painful experiences, would I really, truly appreciate the experiences that I have now and knowing how to create the life of my dreams and knowing how to share that perspective to other people who are at different parts in their life journey, right? If I hadn't gone through that, could I have helped so many people go through wherever they are in maybe that that painful part of their lives? And so now here I am kind of on the, the other side of that and knowing how to create the life of my dreams, experiencing now the life of my dreams, being able to share these experiences with you in a flowing way to hopefully uplift and empower you to experience more flow in your life. And this picture here of this these pizzas was that. Like almost magically I discovered, hey, there is some wire here. Let me bend this, this coil And turn this in, this can handle heat. It can handle high levels of heat. It will help me keep these pizzas off the bottom of the oven. I can put these pizzas on there and cook the pizzas and deliver them to the people that were coming to view the property. And that's exactly what I did. So I didn't have the answer at the beginning. I didn't know what I was going to do. It seemed like an obstacle that I could not possibly overcome. And yet, because I was open and practicing just being in the flow, being aware and conscious of the opportunities and possibilities, the answer came to me. And I believe that that is a next level higher flow for myself. These are how I experience bigger flow states through synergy, through connecting people, through being in tune with my environment and being open to something positive and amazing and miracles. This was a miraculous moment. It was a small one. Yeah. But yeah, it fed people, right? Significant. Significant, right? People were fed as a result of this miracle. So glory be to God. It's not me, right? I am here just as a messenger to be the best messenger that I could be. And I always encourage you to do you, right? Connect with how you see fit and practice getting in the flow. Practice praying, practice meditating, whatever it is for you on your journey that helps you get into flow states. Do it, right? I believe that flow states can facilitate that connection with the divine, that divine element of ourselves, the 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 part of ourselves that can connect to our highest and best versions of ourselves, and that next level vibration of information that can show us things beyond our own physical perception. And that's where the, the magic happens is in, I can't see it, but I have faith that things will work out. I can't see it, but, oh, the numbers. Oh my gosh, look at the the numbers on the clock. They magically lined up. Oh, I thought of this thing and instantly the refrigerator kicked on. Well, what does that have to do with anything? It has everything to do with everything. I noticed it. I was there when the tree fell. I acknowledged it. I was in tune in that moment. I'm conscious. I am I am. All right, friend. So thank you so much for tuning into this. I really appreciate it. I hope you're already beginning to flow even more in your life and for the people around you and for your own personal experience. So thank you for tuning in. Share this with anyone who you feel is on the same page or wants to be on the same page so that they may experience more flow in their life. And until next time, my friend, be flowing.